Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 5 of Is It Worth a Conversation? It's your host Iman and I am very glad you're tuning back to another episode. Um, I just wanted to take a second and say thank you to all the people tuning in every time I drop an episode um, and continuously showing me love on social media. It's not unnoticed. <laughs> it kind of it warms my heart till this very day every time you guys say um oh my god I listened to this episode and it was amazing or whatever you know um yeah I I appreciate it I feel like the idea that people are keeping up with me is kind of wild um but yeah I'm grateful thank you um but yeah let's move on from the sappy things um I finally did it you guys I have a guest with me today (laughs) I'm gonna edit in a clapping uh, track once I become better at editing my audio but uh, for now I have a guest um, I finally invited someone to join me on this episode um, for a while I was thinking about how I can um, incorporate the woman in my life in my podcast um, honestly I'm surrounded by amazing women who show up for themselves and those around them regardless of the constraints the society puts on them they continuously protect nurture listen and show up for others and themselves and i just wanted an opportunity to let them share a piece of their story with us so once i figured out the logistics i was like you know what i think it's about time um that i should invite a guest so our first guest is a badass senior technical program manager at i don't even know if i should mention <laughs> for those where you're from but um uh just say a tech company yeah she works works at a tech company uh she is a mother to one of the cutest babies i've ever met um and she's my sister so welcome for those thank you thanks for the intro yeah i don't have that kind of money to get sued if i say anything they don't like so let's just keep it at tech (laughs) yeah i feel like if people look up your name they'll find where you work but for now for logistical reasons we're just not going to mention it um but yeah how's your day going so far going really well I'm excited thanks for having me yeah we just you guys um we just finished a mother's day gathering at my house um so all my sisters and my mother were there it's cute I mean they're still downstairs chopping it up we just kind of ran away for a second to record this episode um because god knows what, what like when will we find another time for us to do this so I usually do this thing where I'm grateful for Um, like one thing I'm grateful for and one thing that's been a little challenging for me Um, have you are you aware of that for those yeah yeah okay so do you want to share yours or do you want me to go first you go first (laughs) okay um let me see uh I guess for me I'm grateful for my flexibility Uh, and I know it's a weird thing to say but um when I was in college, when I was in high school, I was very like adaptable and flexible. Like, like life can throw things at me, and I would always find a way to get back on my feet and like just keep it pushing. Um, and since COVID hit, I feel like I was just, you know, I was just little in my little comfort zone, in my little cocoon, like not wanting to change, not wanting to do anything. And I feel like recently life changed, so I've been better at like adapting to things without it having, like, without it knocking me back so much, you know. Um, so that's what I'm grateful for. Challenges, honestly, I'm not I'm not challenged by anything at this point. I feel like I'm just a little sad that Ramadan is over and the whole dip in Iman <laughs> that's happening. But besides that, um, I think I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. What about you? 
Um, I am grateful. It's cliche, but it's Mother's Day, and I'm really grateful for my son. Um, I think, honestly, now looking back at it, it's almost a um, it's over a year now, just a little over a year since I had him, and I feel like I just from day to day I learned so much from him like just his energy trying to keep up with him I feel like I had to exercise different muscles like whether it's physical or even in my brain mm-hmm. and I am I'm just so grateful now looking back at it um and I, it makes me just super thankful every single day um challenges I think the biggest challenge I have right now honestly is just time I don't know how else to say it Um, I, I wish I had more of it or I wish I knew how to, to, to use the best of it. Um, but I guess that comes with the territory of having to work, have a newborn, I mean, one-year-old toddler technically right now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if it ever go away. It's just um, trying to better it as much as I can and then the rest of it just making peace with it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like honestly, if if I learned anything about motherhood by like watching you and like my other sister Mona, who ha- who's a pro at this now, yeah, <laughs> three kids, uh, I feel like every time you feel like you have a handle on things, just everything changes and you have to like adapt all over again. And that's the like that's the thing that's like kind of always scares me about motherhood is like, damn, things are never really like constant or stable, in a way. Yeah, and it just seems so long. Uh, the days might sometimes seem so long but then you blink and you feel like also you 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 could have used a little more in the day and a little more hours in the day so mm-hmm. it's just these two things always compete and it's just yeah it's a whole it's a weird concept <laughs> yeah I feel it um well actually I don't <laughs> I don't have kids but I, I see it I yeah see it. um but yeah so today today um today's topic is about motherhood Um, I think I mentioned this in my last episode, but I saw a post on Instagram that said how um, as we adult and as we get older, we start to see our parents as humans and not just our parents. And I was like, wow, that's a topic I want to talk about. So I asked people on my Instagram um, if they wanted to hear an episode on that. And everybody said yes. And I was glad because I was going to do it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I wanted to bring someone else on this episode because, I mean, I feel like I have sufficient information to share on this. But to be honest, like, I'm not a mother. Like, I shouldn't, I can't do an episode about motherhood. And I don't have a mother with me on it. So, um, I chose especially a, a new mother. Because uh, I feel like there's this shift that happens when girls have kids. And, like, I feel like their relationships with their mother changes. Um, I don't think... I don't know if it happened for you yet for those, but like I felt like this is like a good opportunity for you to kind of like pause and reflect on that as well and see if it if it impacted that, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I think you're right. Once once you have a child, your relationship with your parent takes uh, especially your mom takes a different form. So yeah, definitely excited to talk about that. Yeah, um, I'm glad. <laughs> so I think I think I'm gonna call this episode re-meeting our mothers I don't know I just oh, thought of it right now that makes sense yeah that makes yeah, sense because I feel like we know our mothers but like like I don't want to I don't want this to negate the mother that we grew up with you know that romanticized version because she was there for a reason but there's like this new mother that we learn as we get older so it's just kind of like re-meeting the same person again 
and you continue sorry to cut you off but you continue to do that i think once yeah. like when you get older you become an adult you re-meet your parents again when you maybe like if you ever if the person gets married then they meet their parents again because they look at them as 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 people who were married at some point and then yeah. also you know when you have a child so you're right i think that's a that's a great title yeah actually i didn't even think about that but you're right i feel like the older you get like when you deal with like like for example drama with other people and you're like and like your mom is giving you examples of her life and you're like wait you actually did go through something yeah. like this you know it's it's weird but yeah so with that being said um re-meeting our mothers is it worth a conversation let's talk about it um it kind of feels weird saying it when someone else is on that i wasn't me. sure if i should join you <laughs> or keep quiet <laughs> you know what we're still we're still figuring it out it's okay um but yeah, so I feel I have a list of questions that I'm going to ask for those. But honestly, this is just going to be a conversation between the two of us. Um, so, yeah, my first question is before you got pregnant and like had your baby, do you remember what your feelings towards motherhood was um, like specifically as it pertains to you being a mother? Yeah, um, I think I always thought like being a mother is just a great sacrifice but I feel like for a while I didn't know if I wanted to do it and and Iman knows this but I've been married for over six years where I decided not to have kids and that was the biggest thing behind that was really me trying to understand if I am capable of um, being a mother I wasn't sure if not only capable is in the sense of like monetary or physical but just the mental capacity it takes the sacrifices it takes um, I just wasn't sure if it was something that I was ready to do um, and, and that was kind of like my biggest relationship with motherhood I always loved kids I loved being around kids but I also have been around a lot of women who I have seen the kind of sacrifices that they've done um, in mm-hmm. the name of motherhood and mm-hmm. um I guess scared might be uh, the it's a right I don't know why I'm shying away from it I was scared you know from <laughs> yeah from having to um, meet all these expectations um, but there was a, a shift at some point where I felt like um, I my desire to have a child was bigger than the um, the fears that I had of like figuring it out and honestly at some point I was like I'm figuring out life too you know and 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 everything in life that you really want you're you try to figure it out there's no blueprint so if motherhood is something that I want I should probably just go with it and 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 do my best and hopefully my best is going to be enough um so that's kind of like my my at least my view of it for for a while yeah I remember <laughs> I, I definitely remember all the comments about she's not pregnant yet yeah yeah being being in a Somali community and not having a child I, I think there's a threshold where people are polite and then after that it's just straight up advices and, and questions even from like the most random people um, so yeah it wasn't the most fun but I, I, ha- I had to stick to it I tried to promise myself to never have a kid for anyone except if I am ready to have one um, so yeah uh, but yeah it wasn't it wasn't fun <laughs> I remember I feel like my mom kind of had a multiple <laughs> heart attacks every time are you pregnant no okay are you pregnant no okay. I felt bad for her because I don't see the Somali aunties you know as yeah much. she does right she sees them yeah. all the time and she's the one who gets the grunt of those comments so I definitely felt bad for my mom but again I always had to remind myself like you're only gonna have a baby if you feel like you're ready to have one 
Yeah, because like honestly, people are not raising that baby with you. Right. <laughs> like, like you're becoming a mother, and they'll visit you the first couple of months, and that's it. Like you have the rest of your life with this kid. That if you weren't really, like, I feel like some people become ready over the time, but if you weren't ready for it, then that really impacts how you right. view motherhood and how you become a mother to your child. Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there was also you mentioned something about um, like how your desire to become a mother like outweighed your fear and I feel like I read this quote about it was about marriage but I think it pertains to children too where it said you you really never ready for big life changes especially like marriage like you you feel like you're ready and then you dive into it and you're like I was not ready and you just kind of do this weird game where you're figuring out life as you go and honestly I believe that's how you're supposed to do it anyway because we think we know better until we're in a different situation you're like no I did not know what the hell I was doing so I think that's how motherhood at least seems to me that I feel like I know what motherhood looks like and I feel like the day I become a mother I'm gonna be like yeah that's that's nothing like I had in mind do you feel like that was your experience yeah definitely I think I think um you know the whole idea of the armchair coach Um, I think everyone is an armchair parent until they have to become one um for in this way like I felt like I had a lot of not opinions towards other people and how they parent but like how I would want to parent or how I would want to be a mother um and the reality like now that I am living it I feel like um there there are no rules you know I am I'm at sea you know basically I'm a pirate I'm at sea I gotta figure it out whatever works in that moment whatever I think is the right decision you know obviously there's a lot of help out there whether it's the internet your family your friends but I'm just saying like a lot of the preconceived notions that I've had about motherhood um, I, I definitely feel like today they, they they're not there and it's replaced by um, a lot of things that I don't know but at least it gives me a chance to learn and, and it's very humbling to be like I have no idea what's going on here you know let me just <laughs> yeah. figure it out let me depend on people who have done it before. Let me ask questions to people who study this. So yeah, it's, it's very humbling, but it's also exciting part where you just get to learn as you go. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, I was going to ask you what changed your mind, but you kind of dived into it a little bit. But I guess more specifically around that shift that happened where you went from not wanting kids to you wanting kids. Did you have like a light bulb moment where you were like, huh, I actually do want kids? Or was it like a gradual feeling that just got more and more? No, I don't think it was like a light bulb moment. Um, Honestly, I think when I started my job um, at like my current job, um, it is a very challenging job. I work long hours. Sometimes it's very tiresome. Um, But I genuinely enjoy it. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy what I build. So when that happened, I realized, so you can enjoy something or something can be very hard, but also very rewarding at the same time. And if I feel that way about work, you know, imagine how like it it probably will be 10 times even more rewarding having a child, you know, because it is something that I want. I was just afraid of the responsibility and I didn't want them to feel like lab rats, you know, that I am just Mm. experimenting on. But I had at some point to trust that um, I will always try to do what's best and also no matter how tiresome it is 
um, I feel like the reward would always be like just them existing. That's the reward, right? And in, in my life mm-hmm. would always be so much better than uh, or even bigger than the whatever work goes into it. And alhamdulillah, that, that definitely is how I feel today. But that was kind of like slowly how I started seeing it. Um, so in a way, a lot of times work pushes you away from having kids or kids pushes you away from having work um, but for me work really helped me see that yes sometimes things are very tiresome but if you're enjoying it there's also value in that uh, in that so and then I, I decided that I, I'm not going to run away from something that I wanted which is kids just because I'm scared of the responsibility that comes with it yeah yeah um, I guess with what you were just saying about work I feel like Un, like subconsciously like society and like uh, aspects of life influence our decisions sometimes we notice them and sometimes we don't do you feel like um, society or societal views on motherhood or ser- like a working mom like those yeah. terms and things like that do you feel like that influenced you your decision to not have kids for the, like the first six years and then to have a kid after um I think I was aware of some realities that will come as I become a mother. Um, I think uh, from if we talk strictly work, I did know that um, economically women are um, like the economy, the, the job market does not accommodate women for having children. Um, just to give you an example right now, like where I am today. Um, definitely in terms of my work and where I could be if I was to ask for promotions I'm a little behind um, and that's simply because of the time that I took out um, and, and this is not like there's no manager that's like oh she took time off you know like we're gonna not promote her but just if you see the kind of work everybody else was able to do I can tell that I'm a little behind today um, in terms of like how Um, my promotions and future accolades would go in comparison so that is an economic hit that I'm taking in comparison to everybody else but also I understood that once I become a mother honestly um, there's just so much judgment that comes with it Um, society really has a lot of views on um, not I won't even say parenthood I would say motherhood because I feel like Mm. fathers fathers get a little more um, sympathy from from the society um, yeah. so so yeah so knowing that I it kind of scared me because I didn't want for example I didn't want to have a kid and people think I am selfish for like you know taking a one-week break like every year two years whatever the, the cadence says yeah you know like these things or um, people wanted me to still work long hours but somehow still take care of my child at the same time so be a present parent or and, and be a present full-time worker I knew that the world that we exist with within today is not very accommodating to me especially as a mother um, mm-hmm. and that was scary honestly but at some point again I felt like uh, I cannot let all these fears that I'm talking about um, stop me from something that I truly want which is a, a, a child in my life yeah and it's like being a muslim and being in general just a religious person at these like points in your life i feel like that plays a big part because like our fears can consume us sometimes and like yeah <laughs> and being like all the identities that we carry in this society it like life is not easy like never is it like school work motherhood every aspect of your life is like extra challenging because of the identities we carry but i feel like for moments like this I'm very grateful that I'm like okay you know what you have tawakkul in Allah you yeah. you understand that no matter how difficult it is God is always greater <laughs> than people and like it will find a way out 
Right. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the car behind me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, at some point I, I kept saying it, you know, I uh, in Arabic, you know, like, like I basically su- surrender to God and, 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 and that he will guide me through this. Um, especially like if we're going to be honest, I also had a baby during the pandemic, you know, while we were figuring out this whole like how this whole thing is going to work. So um, at some point I just realized, you know, life A is too short. I know that's cliches, but it really is true. And B is just at some point you got to do even if it's unknown, you got to do what you want to do and trust, especially if you're somebody who believes in God, just trust that um, the way would be lit for you. So, um, I think this is kind of like shifting the questions into um, Hoyo, specifically your mother, which is my mom too. (laughs) But um, how did Hoyo impact your decision to become a mother? Oh, um, I think, honestly, my so obviously my mom is the example of motherhood that I know, right? The best. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've experienced her as a mother in my life. And I feel like there is, at least for, with my mom and with our mom, I keep saying my mom. It's <laughs> fine. With our mom. It can be yours for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> our mom, um, she has been very selfless. She had a, a, she has a lot of kids, right? And mm-hmm. um, just looking at her life and the way she lived it, Honestly, it's very hard for me sometimes to um, acknowledge that she sacrificed so much for us because it's just, I, I feel guilt. But at the same time, when it came to me being a mother, I realized that um, that's the right thing to do. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, if you, try, mm-hmm. if you decide to have a child and bring them into this world, then it's really important that you like prioritize their well-being and and making sure that they grow up and they get whatever they need in life um to live a fulfilled life whatever that would end up being um so and that's exactly what our mom did right and and, mm-hmm. and just looking at it and knowing that that's what you're signing up to um was very hard for me because i was like <laughs> am i am i even able to do that like my mom traveled countries you know with a lot of kids yeah. And like if push comes to shove that's usually what parents do right like you're expected right. to do that and I just felt like I, some, I don't even know if I remember my social security sometimes you know so I'm like <laughs> how is somebody expecting me to do that yeah so that, that's how my mom really uh, ended up impacting me but at the same time I think I, I always saw the sense of content that she had and also the sense of fulfillment that she had in her kids um, and and I just I always thought that was really nice um, to feel that way about someone. And when she expresses the kind of love that she has um, to her kids versus anybody else, I I always felt like that's again that's nice. You know, as much as hard the work is, um, it's nice to know that she feels content and fulfilled by it every single day um mm-hmm. and and that definitely helped me also see that image it took me a while i mean she probably would have liked it right away when <laughs> i got married but i yeah. always, if anything i just knew what at least for me what the standard was so either bring that or better honestly because um i just had a, a mother that showed me that she really cares and that she prioritized our child yeah i think I think that's wow. I, I realize like that's kind of my view as like someone who's like is does not have a child. I feel like sometimes I'm not a like 
people know that I'm not the biggest fan of kids. <laughs> 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 I like them when they're young and cute. I love them, but like I'm not a big kids person. But I think also like you, I have a fear of being a mother, or at least used to, because I just saw how how intimidating it was to see my mother go through everything that she went through as as a single mother too. Yeah, and like get us here and like alhamdulillah none of us went like quote unquote bad and like we all here taking care of her and everything so I just knew that the stakes like the the, the bar was high for motherhood yeah. but I also knew that something comforting about that is worst case my mom was given worst case scenario and we saw how she pushed through it so yeah. at least like it's not we don't have the blueprint but like we do know like what it takes to push through hard times because my mother's done it because we viewed her as she was doing that so I guess like for me at least it gives me a little bit of comfort knowing like you know what life could be better and I'll be able to handle it or it could be shit yeah <laughs> uh, like my mom was given like the hand that she would dealt with but also she, her belief in Allah to carry her through it and he did carry through is like oh okay then if it, if I go through some hard times then I know that God got me and I know what to do to get through it and, and, and she worked hard enough where today we are at a better place, honestly, mm-hmm. than the kind of um, situations she had to deal with. Um, a simple fact that um, I have all of my sisters here and honestly, right. even if I wanted to, not even anything necessary, I could just be like, hey, I want to spend two weeks in Jamaica, you know, I, mean, I, <laughs> I wish my mind would allow me to do that. But <laughs> if I wanted to do that, like I literally know a house that I can bring my son to and he would yeah. not feel any different, right? Like he would right. still feel comfortable. He would still sleep all of his hours because so that comfort and knowing that I have that kind of sisterhood. Um, I have a job that allows me to, you know, afford the life in a very expensive city like Seattle. So that just tells me just off of the off of those two that I'm in a much better place. I have great support and economically I'm way more advantaged than where my mom was when she was my age. And also like uh, for people who don't know, like we um, we're a lot of kids, mashallah. I'm not going to say the number because people be like, what? How many? And they forget how to say mashallah. So, but we're a lot. And my mom, like, um, just raised us all in the Middle East. And then we moved here. We immigrated. And then that whole shebang. I'll do another episode on that. But also, one thing I was thinking of is, like, Hoya didn't have people to lean on. Like, remember exactly. how, like, in Saudiga, it was people who were doing khair, people who were, like, doing charities and stuff like that, that were helping her, uh, helping us when we were in need. But, like, the diff- the stark difference between that and now, like, you said, like, if you need, even, like, taking a trip, but, like, if life gets rough for you, literally, you can come and move in with us. <laughs> like, there's another house here. There is, uh, there is like multiple. You have multiple sisters who, like, will drop everything and show up for you, and that's something Hoy did not have. Exactly. You know? And like sometimes we forget about the privileges that we have today. And I guess I know that we're a little bit more uh, aware of those privileges because we didn't have many growing up. But I just wanted this to be a reminder for people who are listening as well to kind of like pause for a second and kind of compare where you were to where you are today because. A lot of the time, we don't realize that the things that we used to pray for, 
we have them now. True. The things, the things we used to make du'a and cry and wish for and work hard for, a lot of it we have it now. But because we're focused on the next goal, we kind of forget. And I didn't want to go on a tangent, but I guess <laughs> that's kind of where my mind took me as we were talking about kind of motherhood for you now versus motherhood for Hoya. No, honestly, I I think it's very important. Like even I was just joke. Sometimes I joke with my uh, with our mom, and I would say things like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I I feel you," because my job is just as tiresome, just to kind of get a reaction <laughs> out of her. Um, yeah. Because I have a desk job, right? Um, no matter how right. tiresome it is, you know, like it's just like it's a lot of you know typing, meetings, and stuff like that. I'm not negating that it could be tiresome, but it's no way comparison to the 14 plus hours that our mom used to work. Um, so sometimes I'll just say that as a joke, and she she gives me that look. Um, <laughs> but but that just you know it's a it's funny now because she is happy that her kids are like at a at a better place. But um, it's even within the joke, I recognize that uh, you know I have only one child. I have I can work from home. You know I have all of my family here while I'm working. My sister has my son. You know so like uh, all of that, even one of them alone would have made my life, my mom's life, so much easier back in the day. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like also like yesterday I took my mom to a massage because um, she's been having like shoulder pains and stuff, and like. If you if you know our mom, you know that she's not very like she doesn't showcase love. <laughs> like she, my mom is like if you if she loves you, you know she loves you, you know. But my mom isn't the person who's just like oh I love you, come here, let's cuddle. Like that's not that's not my mom. But yesterday she was just like like after the massage, I was helping her like obviously dress up so we can go home, and she was just like making dua for us and was like oh my god, like I wish your kids do as much khair for you as you've been doing for me oh, and like sweet. you know I was just like moments like that I'm just like wow I actually would love to have a kid yeah <laughs> that, like 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 someone that because I realized like how grateful she was and I'm like that's a moment that like I'm I know that it means a lot to her for your kids even though we take care of her every day but like moments like this she's like so overcome with emotions and like grateful and I'm like wow what a what a feeling to have you know that you're gave up your life for this child and then them just taking you to a massage means the world to you you know yeah yeah like that's that's wild but yeah so I guess I wanted to I was gonna ask you if like if you felt like you were fully ready when you found out you were pregnant but I feel like we kind of talked about that right yeah um earlier so I'm gonna move past that question I guess the other one the last one that I had is um Did you experience a shift in your relationship with Hoyo? Um, once you were, I feel like pregnancy and like once you give birth might be different. So if it is, you can dive into that. But you can also answer it like together. Um, if there was a shift in your relationship with Hoyo, do you remember when it exactly happened? Yeah, um, definitely there is a shift. Um, again, I don't think it's like an instant Um, point but it comes gradually and honestly it started right when um, I found out I was pregnant well when I told my mom that I'm pregnant um, I think I had to guard my mom a little bit because again I'm her child so for her the, my whole pregnancy she was just basically living in fear right I, especially for our moms they, they recognize the dangers that come with pregnancies and childbirth 
so I can tell that my mom was living in a constant state of anxiety all the time <laughs> yeah. and she just didn't want to show me um, because she wanted me to enjoy my pregnancy and, and you know, like not scare me. Um, right. But at the same time, I, I, I understood where she was coming from and um, it really pushed me to try to have as much of a health. I mean, it's all in God's hands, but at least whatever I had, what I can contribute to. Um, I, I tried, you know, by eating healthier, by always keeping check of my appointments, by making sure that I'm very physically active. I made sure, you know, like I take all of my vitamins. So just to kind of like in my head, I was just hoping that nothing happens during my pregnancy because I've seen the fear in my mom's eyes. Like, not fear, yeah. like it, slowly, like every time like there's might be any complications or they think there might be one. I feel like my mom was in this constant is a state of panic yeah um, because she understands pregnancy right a lot more than I do um, so that was the first time that I felt that level of connection and that's kind of like when you said re-meet that I, I met my mother um, the woman that got pregnant before you know I don't know you don't ever think of your parents as like well, as your mom when she was pregnant with you or with your siblings or at least I yeah did. yeah um, but then when I got pregnant I feel like I I've come to understand who my mom was as a pregnant woman and a lot of the trauma that she went through during her pregnancies mm-hmm. um, and that kind of a helped me f- even for myself try to have normal pregnancy as much as I can whatever is within my power and leave the rest to God but also the other part is I wanted her to find enjoyment in it so you know like um, I made like so she could see my belly we can make fun of it I can share my stories of some of the things morning sickness or some of the things that I'm going through and she tells me about all the different experiences she had. So I yeah. feel like in that relationship, we became like two women that are talking, exchanging pregnancy stories um, <laughs> and not necessarily like a daughter and mom. And and that was really fun to get to know her that, uh, that way. But then honestly, the other part that my relationship changed is after I had a child, I feel like I was just so drained and I was so tired and you know, like emotions and hormones are just raging in my body. Right. And I feel like I, became that like little girl again and I was just mm. so dependent on her to tell me what to do next honestly yeah um, and I feel like I just allowed myself to be that person she was you know like okay it's time to wash the baby now you know right you, you, you gotta eat every couple of hours making even like as simple as like bossing you guys around to go grab me food <laughs> yeah and every couple of hours she just remind she's reminded that I need to eat something you know very militaristic about it um so it's just like I allowed myself at that point to just kind of like go back from like the woman to woman conversations that I was just talking about to being kind of like her little girl that she's just taking care of and making sure that she's well um, and she's telling me kind of like what to do, where to move, when to mm-hmm. go to sleep, when to go eat. And, and that was definitely a, a different way because it's an, it's, I've been an adult for a while. So <laughs> my mom didn't have to do any of these things for me in a while. Yeah. And also, I was just going to say, uh, watching your mom, <laughs> like mother someone else, like, I don't know, it must be weird for you to see your mom, not weird, but like, I wonder how it feels for you to see your mom interacting with your son. Yeah, it's, I feel like I, I mean, I get to see her as a grandma, right? So I saw her with our sister's kids. Um, but I definitely, yeah, I think, um, I see, so, I, I, I think I still see motherhood, right? Um, mm. I feel like I still see motherhood in her when it comes to my son. Um, so for example, like if, if he's sick, 
you know, I, I mean, everybody would be worried. Everybody will call me, make sure that he's okay. But I can tell from my mom's tone, like it's the same fear or the same concerns that she has if like you were sick, if I was sick. So there's yeah. still a lot of mothering going on, which is really nice to see that it it passes to another generation. It's still there. Yeah, I think I think for me, like as a it's kind of <laughs> I'm cringing saying for me <laughs> when I'm not a mother <laughs> but I guess what I'm trying to say is like as someone who doesn't have kids and like kind of watching this unfold um it's kind of wild to me to kind of see my mom be so soft towards the kids <laughs> <laughs> like uh for those son would just and he starts you know the fake crying at this age where it's just like if you sit if you take the remote from him he's like yeah throwing himself on the ground and throwing a fit and like she would pick him up and like he would stay in her <laughs> in her arms just like rocking him back and forth and singing to him and he's just looking at us like i won <laughs> exactly and then also like she apologizes to him I mean, right I can count in my hands how many times my mom apologized to me <laughs> but she doesn't give him the remote and she has a full written apology ready for him right right no she would like her my mom's phone is acts very weird because of all the all the time she's give like giving it to my nieces and nephews and let them throw it around and do whatever the heck they want to do with it um exactly but yeah i think it's it's a beautiful thing to see to be honest because like i guess i get like i'm the youngest i've never seen my mom be a, a mother to anybody else like like I'm just focused on how she was a mother to me but seeing her around kids is like kind of gives me a glimpse of how she was with us when we were younger because like my sisters tell me like oh she was the softest with you like yeah you know the way she treats our nieces and if you like that's how she would treat me like no one can say no to me and yeah but it's it's wild to see and now I'm like okay now that I see it and how she treats my nephews and nieces I'm like okay I I can see how she was towards me can I go on a tangent here but you yeah. know what, what else is funny is that um i i joke with her like but then mothering also at some point you have to find your own ways that you want to do things mm. um <laughs> and it's very interesting especially i feel like you're laughing because you know, <laughs> Girl, I know that my mom and i have um but i feel like it's it's kind of hard especially with me because um, like we're very close as a family, right? We mm-hmm. we we allow each other to um, give advice to each other, to help each other. Um, especially with my mom, who has done it over and over and over. Um, she has a lot of knowledge on kids and how to do things. Um, but then when there are areas that it's like you can go either way, and my mom might choose route one and I choose route two I feel like those have been very interesting conversations how dare you I know (laughs) it's just like I feel like that those have been the area where also I got to meet my mom in a different way um because like I have to uh respectfully obviously kind of like draw that boundary that it's like hey um I I but I, I like I get it definitely understand where she's coming from make sure I spend time to understand hear her where she's coming from understand like her input but if i still want to do it a different way um communicate that and just be like hey i I get it but like i also want to do it let me try it this way how about Mm. that you know and for anybody else i feel like i probably would just kind of like ignore them flat out or just be like whatever you know like i want to do it this way but um with my mom i feel like it's delicate because 
um, not only because like she's my mom, but I understand like where she's coming from, and also it's not fair because the, she is also helping. You know, like when I bring right. him, when I bring him to his house, you know, she she has to take care of him. So there's a balance there between allowing her to also have influence on how he's raised, even all of you guys, but also allowing myself to have some boundaries as a mother. Yeah, there's there's a running joke in our family. Unless the doctor says it's okay, for those won't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not part of that joke. It's on my expense. Yeah, girl, we were like, oh, we were like, oh, for those, can the baby go for a walk? Wait, let me ask the doctor. <laughs> it's just I am very type A, you know. I I I like. I, I mean, they scare you. They're, it's like right. the kid. You breathe in front of a kid, and and they have all these articles about how they can die, you know. And I'm just kind of like, okay, well, what can I do? Experts help me. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like the thing is, also, like, the only reason we feel like so entitled to kind of like give advice, like the the sisters that don't have kids, I would say, because we've seen my older sister Muna who had like three yeah. kids, and like we've been there with her. So I feel like. It's very obvious when you see a new mother. <laughs> yeah. And, how, and for those, it's very much the stage of a new mother. But honestly, it's also been a lesson for us to kind of, you know what? Take a step back sometimes. It's okay. Let her figure it out. Like, this time is this time was a mess maybe like and when he got a when he got sick and like it took you a different route to figure it out like it's okay then that's her new route like or she would find another route next time it was just our opinions can be strong sometimes <laughs> and i yeah. think we have to learn to kind of let go sometimes you know but as i said also some of these opinions are warranted i feel like i would be a hypocrite to have this kid um like you guys are so involved in his life right you guys right, take right. care of him i'm able to maintain a great balance in my life just because of the help that i get from my family and it d- just doesn't make sense in my head to have the, uh, to have you guys have that much presence in his life but almost no say you know right. that just doesn't make <laughs> yeah. sense um, yeah. So yeah, it's just a balance, and I I, 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 hear the jokes, and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> He's still not gonna eat fries, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I was just. I think another thing I wanted to say is, um, kind of, like the the whole concept of like uh, your a whole community raises your kid, um, and we usually like take that as in like your neighborhood, your you know your mom's friends or whatever. But to be honest, us sisters alone. <laughs> We we're are. a whole community on our own, you know? We like, are. Like, I would see, like, my older sister, Muna's kids, and, like, how they would come to my other sister, who they, she's their favorite auntie, and they would sometimes ask her for permission over my own, like, their grandma. They would go to her instead of my grandma, like, their grandma, you know? And just, like, right. the relationships that they would have with each auntie is, like, interesting. Um, but... And, yeah, that oh, actually, t- sorry, it just ties back to what you were saying earlier, that, um, like the, the support that we have that my mom didn't have so funny right. is that we may not have a lot of we still have great family friends and and people in our lives that we can also depend on but i'm just saying like even if all fails whatever exists today between our sisterhood is honestly enough as i'm like a new mom I, i'm now looking right. back at right. it and my son is over the one year by now um i feel like just the sisterhood itself was enough and I'm, I'm super grateful for my mom for being able to kind of like foster that yeah well on that note actually I wanted to wrap it up with the last question okay. and um, <laughs> on the topic of advice <laughs> uh, <laughs> what advice would you give to new mothers out there 
or expecting mothers I guess I would also that includes um honestly I would say I have no advice (laughs) (laughs) we get so much advices you know like the minute you tell someone you're pregnant even if they've never been around a kid everyone feels like they know something that they should tell you and I'm all of it comes from a very good place um a lot of people care and they feel like they figured out the formula of like what might have worked for them might have worked for like their siblings or whatever um but what it ends up doing is that honestly sometimes at least for some mothers i should say i was one of them it it becomes um overwhelming because um if i tell them for example go for walks today just the earlier in the day somebody might have told them hey limit your walks you know because it's dangerous yeah. sometimes it ends up being conflicting messages um so i would just say if it's, it's i mean trust the your group honestly like I'm, i guess i'm giving an advice but <laughs> like trust your group and then outside of that like i honestly just allow yourself to not think too much about it so no actual advice of like how to be a mother or anything you get plenty of those at some point you'll you'll create your yeah. own lane yeah like you'll cross that bridge when you get there and you'll learn on your own you know i promise you like when you're in the moment you don't remember half of the majority of the advices that you were given and you just figure <laughs> right. it out you figure it out right then and there so that's i guess that's what matters yeah i think i need to also work on not giving unsolicited unsolicited advice <laughs> to people especially from someone who's not married and not have kids <laughs> god but um yeah i think i think that's it i think we kind of covered everything that i wanted to talk about on this episode is there anything else you wanted to add was it worth the conversation oh absolutely <laughs> perfect i was like it was you who was like how do you say uh is it worth the conversation and then you don't have guests on your <laughs> podcast i was i was listening to one episode and it dawned on me i'm like wait a second well well that this episode is for you you're on it that's okay. why i made you the first one because i was like you know what you want to <laughs> talk a whole lot of stuff then you're going to be on the podcast then i gave her an earful yeah i'm glad <laughs> thanks for having me though yeah um but yeah that's that's our episode today i hope it was helpful um to everybody um it was this isn't just the conversation for like girls or like expecting mothers it's for everybody because you everybody knows a mother in their life um as starting with your own mother Um, but yeah, I think I hope this was uh, an insight on how we re-meet our mothers once we are um, expecting children of our own. But I feel like this sounds like an announcement. I am not pregnant, you guys. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope this was beneficial. And thank you for those for being on here. Thanks for having me and happy Mother's Day to everyone. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Um, I know I didn't post last week, but it was Eid, so I feel like I'm excused. Um, so this episode will go out on Mother's Day, and I think it's a lot more fitting. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to have to love you and leave you, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.